Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So, just me for the day, talking uh, games, movies, TV. Possibly, possibly not. Who knows at this point in time? There'll be stuff from the week, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, anything else that crops up, I guess. If you are checking us out on YouTube, obviously you're a subscriber, and that makes you cool. Uh, if you're not checking us out on YouTube, get yourself over there, check us out, and then subscribe while you're there, because that helps out the channel. So, yeah. So, here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. been a podcast that started without me making that noise. <sighs> Mold, do you see? Yeah. I was about to make an adjustment, but, you know, take an extra five minutes and all that. Hello, how are you doing? Uh, I'm a little out of breath. Not that you asked. Just want to point out. <sighs> I've literally gone... Baby to bed, downstairs, workout, um, out in the garage. It's tough out there at the moment. It is tough out there at the moment. Don't know what it is. Thought I wasn't me. I thought I maybe wasn't eating enough. And then realised that's not a thing. Uh, so then I was like. I don't know. I feel lacking in energy when I go out there. Um, so yeah, it's tough. Come in, do the boxing. Boxing is super hard. I just keep shouting at the opponent saying, telling him that he's cheating. Which I truly believe. I believe he's cheating. Being the uh, computer generated boxing opponent that he is. Um, and then yeah, I've literally shot up here and um, got set up, a little out of breath, got a, got a little coffee water combo going, ultimately I'm just delaying starting um, for no reason other than I'm not overly sure I've got loads to talk about so that means it's going to be a over, over an hour podcast. Um, right, come on, let's get going. Um, I got one of those movie posters. I don't mean a movie poster. I have, I have, I have many of those. I have had many of those in my time. Um, uh, some bits and bobs, a little change around in here. Moved a couple of pictures, put a, put an old picture back up. So, uh. The Zomblog movie poster is back where it belongs. Um, I don't think... You might get to see it. I was going to say, I don't think you'll get to see it because there's not much. That was the first thing I was going to cover. I feel like it's a million years since I, um, I last did a podcast. But uh, that's largely to do with there being a distinct drop-off in podcasts. 
Um, so yeah, it's like it's a week, which is unusual, um, but it is what it is. So I've got one of the movie posters. You may have seen them. You may not. Um, it's like a. What's it got a name? It's actually here. It's right here. I say it's right here. It is right here, but it's buried. Right here we go. Top. 250 movies, the ultimate bucket list for Sinast. The hell does that mean? Hmm. And it says best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, best screenplay, best film editing. There's various pictures on the box. Uh, Batman, uh, Interstellar, Psycho, Apocalypse Now. Don't know what that is. A hat. Rocky, Sans Lambs. A Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, E.T. Fucking Corcoran, anyway. Um, so yeah, I got this. I got this. And basically, it's like, um, if you don't know what it is, it's like, it's got panels with movie names. Uh, and it's got a scratch-off element. So it comes with a little coin. There. Um, and basically... Uh, if you've seen the movie, you scratch off the panel and it reveals, often it's like another picture, like a, uh, the poster for the movie or whatever. Um, it was one of those, uh, not, not going to lie, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, uh, when, I, when I was giving it, I was like, oh this is a rubbish present not a fan not a fan when someone says this is a rubbish present because they're either right at which point you're just like so why did you bother kind of thing that's how ungrateful or they're wrong and then you're left like well i don't think it's a rubbish present why do you think it's a rubbish present that's not that's not a great way to start out, start out with a gift. Um, and initially, I was like, oh, it's one of those movie poster things that you scratch off the, the squares. Cool. But then I got sort of thinking about it. Um, after a while, I was like, I'm going to get that out and have a look at it. So I un unrolled a bit of it and... Like found the coin and stuff, and then I started getting like really into it. I was like, "Oh, it's actually quite interesting." You know, there's X number of films I haven't seen. I am going to go out on a limb, and I'll I'll tell you when I've when I've done it all. I would say of 250 films, there's a high chance I will have seen 200 of them. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. However. It's amazing the, the the fact that there's a lot so far that I haven't scratched off. As I've said to about three people already, there's a running theme through these. Uh, I'll, I'll give you give you a star on this one. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan is a film I have seen, but I haven't scratched the box off because I wasn't fully compass when I watched it uh, so I don't consider I've seen it 
The Green Mile. Never seen The Green Mile. Um, and there was another one. And I get, you know, it starts. How come you've never seen that? I can't believe you've never seen that. And I'm like, what's the theme here? They've all got Tom Hanks in. Um, little fact, used to be quite a fan of Tom Hanks when he did like comedy. You know, like Big and Money Pit, stuff like that. Um, and then there was just like... Like just through the 90s all he did was chick flicks and I just I couldn't stand him and I've seen films with him in since like I watched the Da Vinci Code movies and I've seen Castaway Forrest Gump I actually really like Forrest Gump so it's not like I, 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 I won't watch things with him in, but I prefer not to Tom Cruise, maybe it's people called Tom. Um, anyway, so started scratching stuff off. Um, I, I'm man enough to admit I've never seen Schindler's List. Um, one of those films that I can just I can just say I haven't seen it. A lot of obscure stuff on there that I'm like, not only have I not seen this film, I've never heard of this film. Uh, there's a lot of classic stuff that I'm like, I have seen, but I can't say I've fully seen, so I can't scratch it off. The ones, there's like annoying things like Lord of the Rings. Uh, it, basically, if it's a trilogy, you get three little boxes underneath and then the main box. Um, Lord of the Rings, I've only scratched off one and two because I've never seen the third one. So I can't scratch the main box off. Something that has come off the back of this is um, there's a lot of Charlie Chaplin films on this list. And I'm like, I've never, I've never sat down and watched a Charlie Chaplin film. I've seen a multitude of clips um, snippets of like the famous one like the, the when he's in the factory um, and then there's the one I've seen the clip where the building the side of the building collapse like falls down and he stood in the like the window or the door and it just sort of falls past like over it uh, I saw a thing about how they made um, a scene, I think he's on roller skates or something, it's like as if he's going to fall down this big hole in this building um, and it looks, you know, looks, looks the way it looks but in actual fact the hole and everything that's there is actually just a big painting um, and it's not another one of those I, I, I haven't actively gone out of my way to not watch Charlie Chaplin films but I've, I, I can say I've never sat down and watched a Charlie Chaplin film um, so I, like, I had this thing where I said, to, I said to Sam, I was like, I've got an idea, I've got one of them posters. What if we pick out the films that, I mean for me personally, the films I haven't seen, and we watch them, and then maybe like podcast them. Um, he seemed to say that was a good idea. Uh, but it's been an interesting, I wonder if it's not good, if I can get it out quick. 
That's what she said. Well, no, that's what he said. Anyway, there's my little coin. I've got a, a rubber band. And yeah, I've just been spending like various points on like on an evening or like if I've got a spare minute during the day. Yeah, so literally on the first row, uh, Schindler's List. Haven't seen the third Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's one. Uh, Good, the Bad and the Ugly. Never seen it. Uh, there's a film called City of God. Never seen it. Oh, there's another one. If there's a remake, they put uh, both years. So, 12 Angry Men. I've seen the original. So it's 1975. Uh, but not only have I not seen the remake, I didn't even know there was one. I looked it up and apparently um, quite, a, quite a good cast. Uh, so I intend on watching that. Uh, yeah, Green Mile. Once Upon a Time in the West, The Pianist. Uh, Prestige. I've seen bits of it. I've never seen it. Rear Window Whiplash films I have not seen. Uh, Doctor Strange Love. Princess Mononoke, another one that I've seen bits of but I've never seen. Once Upon a Time in America, these are getting down to where I'm sort of up to now. Uh, Coco, which I find very unusual. Vertigo. Don't think I've seen Virgo. I haven't got down to this one yet, but I won't be able to fully scratch it off. Spirited Away. I've seen loads of that film, but I can't say that I've seen it all. Um, Amadeus. Okay, so here's one. There's a film here just called M. Oh, actually, now I've already gone past that. So yeah, I haven't scratched off Spirited Away. Uh, this is one of those. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Can't scratch it off. Haven't seen it all. Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Never seen it. Toy Story. So there's Toy Story 1, 2 and 3. I've only seen the first two. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's like what? Maybe a third of the, um, of the stuff there. So saying, oh, I've probably seen 200. That might not end up being the case because there's quite a lot that I haven't seen. People are listening to this now going, I can't believe you haven't seen that. Um, it's true, whatever it is you say that I ha I should have seen by now and I haven't, uh, you are correct, sir or madam. Um, I, was a, I was a student of film in many ways, but there was a lot that I never... Never got round to seeing or actively never saw. Um, so yeah, that's just something there. Um, right. Uh, I'm going to quote, uh, I'm going to be quoting uh, his lordship, Mr. William Burr, Bill to his friends, or Uncle Billy as he is in our house. Bill Blair often goes on about how um, we live in a very wasteful society and a very wasteful culture. Uh, he also just goes on about how everything ends up in the ocean, which 
you know, landfills and stuff. There's apparently this big floating island made of plastic. Um, I've heard a lot about it. I don't know if it's real. I don't know. Um, I'll give you an example, right? Today, Leanne was like, oh, wait, uh, there's a shirt air fire. She didn't know an order from next term. So there's a shirt air fire. Um, I was like, ooh, what a shirt. Halfway through taking the shirt out of the packet, I was like, do you ever think, why the hell do we need all of this for a shirt? They talk about how, you know, plastic kills the environment, killing the environment, plastic, plastic, plastic. My word. This one even had a thing that I've never seen on a shirt before. It was like a, a plastic base with like a, like a stand for the tie to sit in. Never seen that before. Two pieces of plastic. There was a bit on the, a plastic bit on the top button, a plastic bit holding the tie on, a plastic clip holding the tie on as well. Um, the things that they used to put labels on the clothes. Two of those joined together to the tie and the shirt. There was another one on the um, the cuff. There was a load of cardboard, a load of paper. Like, in this small packet, I imagine several animals died for that one sh packaged shirt and tie. Like, Jesus, talk about waste. Well, obviously, I immediately recycled it all, but where, you know, what is the process of of recycling do we know that every single piece of that's going to go back into another pre-packaged shirt and tie i really want to get into the you know these shops where you take like your container and you get like a a container full of cereal or a you know a container full of flour or you know stuff like that pasta things like that so that you don't have to get these packets um I bet you can't do it these days with the old uh, the old virus. Can't use reusable stuff anymore, can you? So, Bill Bear always goes on about how we live in this massively wasteful society, and if he can fix something, he will. That's where me and him differ. I'd love to be able to fix stuff. I feel it's a failing in my earlier life. Um, there's been various points in my life where I've had the opportunity to learn how to fix things and I've just not. Um, and now I get to this point now and I look at stuff and I'm like, oh, that's broken. Uh, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to pay to get that fixed. You know, like a door handle. Um, Actually, I did. I did fix the door handle. Um, but you know, other stuff. Um, cars are the main one. One of the cars. It's like, oh, that's going to cost a lot of money to fix. Uh, so we live in a wasteful society. I fully agree with that. Fully agree. I wish we didn't. Um, 
So, how does this relate? I'll tell you. I bought a wireless charger for my phone once the once the pandemic kicked off. I remember like everybody joined house party and then like two days later it was this thing about how uh, it had been hacked and it was stealing all your data and then a couple of days later the guy that owned house party offered a million dollars if you could prove where it had been hacked and you know stuff like that is how it always happens and zoom zoom was uh, stealing chinese data um sure i heard something about tiktok recently there Something like they're a Chinese company and they've been stealing data. Um, so at the time, you know, like, you know, you use your phone for stuff, video calls, stuff. There was like WhatsApp calls, like WhatsApp video calls. A number of times you sat there, and it's like my phone is just dying battery-wise, and I'm having to hold it, and I can't do anything else, like you know, play computer games rather than listening to this conversation. Um, so I decided, uh, my phone has the capability to do wireless charging, always has had. Never bothered with it. I've used, um, I've used Tom's a few times at work. Um, and I think they're kind of cool, but I was never prepared to spend additional money on something that I didn't ultimately didn't need. So I had a little look. I was like, can I get a wireless charger that also serves as a stand? And the answer is yes. Yes, you can. So I looked and I looked at reviews and looked at prices and I married the two up and I found what I believed to be a reasonably priced wireless charger that also acted as a stand. Perfect. Ordered it. It arrived. Got it set up. And aside to this story, never once used it for the purpose I bought it for after that. Never had a single video call where I needed to use it. So there's that. So, a few nights ago, I get into bed, plonk my phone down on the charger, started reading my book and I was like, hmm, two things. One, normally when I put it down, it tells me that it's charging. And two, I can usually hear it. It makes like a, like a, a charging noise. I don't know how to explain that other than it makes like a sort of noise. Really high pitched. I imagine it's, you know, only me that can hear it because, you know. Um, so I oh, that's strange. Checked. Not, not charging. Okay, have I not put it on properly? Lift it up, put it back down. Not charging. Now, the way I operate, the way I am, the person I am, immediately my thought is, motherfucker, this is broken. Then I'm like, hold on, it might not be. Why don't you try unplugging it, plug it back in again. The old, the old fix them all. Unplug it, plug it back in. Which I did. No joy. Fuck. Unplug, plug back in, unplug from the plug, plug back in, nothing. Like, cool. One point I unplugged it and plugged it back in and it lit up. I was like, ooh, here we go. Then the light went off, not charging. Fuck you. 
and I got a cable plugged it in phone still charges so it's not the phone like fantastic so me 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 left it a couple of days and I thought oh, I'm like what am I doing here I've got my phone plugged into a charger sat on the wireless charger that no longer wirelessly charges fantastic so I went on to Amazon looked up the order and found this thing oh, uh, this is only available for returns up to the 31st of July well that's fantastic that's wonderful however this item is broken and I ordered it in April Oh, May, June, July. Hmm. Just so happens that the point that you say I can't return this, it's also broken. Interesting. So I'm like, well, I don't care whether I'm going to return it. The item's broken. I need either a replacement or a refund. That's how it works. Trying to go through, trying to go through, trying to go through. And it was just like, you can't return this item. I don't want to return it. I want a broken item replacing. So I'm like, right. Eventually I ended up saying, like, do you want to speak to somebody? Do you want Amazon to call you now? Well, no, because it's 12 o'clock at night. Do you want to talk to somebody? Oh, yeah, go on then. So it's like, it does the things like... Um, it gives you options, so you start pressing stuff, so it's like, uh, what's it about? Item. Pick the item, this one. Um, like, didn't receive the order, or stuff like that. I was like, no, it's not like, it. something to do with the item. Basically, I got through, and it, re it returned a thing saying, this item can only be returned up to this point, and that part has passed. Like, yeah, I know, I know that bit. So eventually, it was like, has this answered your question? No. And it's like, no, connect me to an assistant. So I press that. It's like, right, give us a lot of information while we connect you to an assistant. So I wrote out this long message and I was like, I'm aware that I can only return it up to this point. However, the item is broken, doesn't work, and I've only had it three months. Surely that negates any form of returns policy because, you know, it's like manufacturer's warranty sort of thing. The only thing was it wouldn't connect to a person. So 20 minutes, half an hour later, it's still saying that it was going to connect. I just closed the app, put the phone down, thought nothing of it. Next morning I get up, two emails from Amazon. First email, as discussed, um, okay, I haven't had a conversation with anyone. I have issued a refund of £12.87 to your account where you paid for said item. We'll let you know when we've processed your refund. Uh, okay, next email. We've processed your refund. You're going to get it back after X amount of time and after your bank processes it, which can take three to five days. We'll let you know. Okay. So this raised a load of other questions. I went back through it and I'm like, well, firstly, 
the item in question cost £15. So why have you refunded me less than £15? Don't understand. Secondly, and most important at this point in time, what am I supposed to do with the broken charger? Here's the thing. The charger is made of metal. It's like a heavy, it's like a, like a, like a paperweight. It's heavy. It's made of metal. It doesn't work. I haven't got a freaking clue how I would go about fixing it because I don't know what might be wrong with it. What I do know is it's a fair size. It's heavy. It's made of metal. The fucking hell am I going to do with it? Yeah. And immediately I'm just like, this is what Bill Burr keeps talking about. We live in this incredibly wasteful society where Amazon have just gone, yeah, don't worry about sending it back. I mean, that means you have to find a way to dispose of it and it's a faulty item that really should go back to the manufacturer. We're also going to give you less money than what you paid for it. Still don't get that one. I'm like... How incredibly wasteful that is. You know, I don't know that they couldn't have got it back. Like the company could have got it back and looked at it and gone, oh, it's just, you know, a faulty cable or, oh, it's a faulty whatever. And I'm not saying they could have resold it. Um, but in a situation where they could have got it back and gone, well, we'll repair it and send it back to you. You know, that sort of thing. Nope. None of that. Just is uh is 12 quid sod off so now i'm like cool I, i'm 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 without a charger i'm now gonna have to wait for that money to come back and then rebuy a wireless charger honestly don't need it honestly got used to having it you know maybe i should take the money and run As I say every week, still don't trust that fucking laptop. Oh, I'm full of swears today. Full of the swearsies. So, I want to talk about something. It's a twofold thing. Went to Brew York yesterday. Um, Mr. Woodmancy contacted. Um, one of the bigger groups that we've got and was like hey Brew York opens on Saturday do you want to go on Sunday I'm like yeah everybody else was like yeah that was that and then you get like a two hour slot go do beer so we went we met up we went in we did beer we include me that's right I had an ale, uh -huh. a nanny state, which if anybody out there actually knows their beers will be able to tell you, is alcohol free. So, uh, social distancing, all this, that, the other. Well, it was good, you didn't have to wear, wear masks in there, which was kind of cool. I don't know how you would drink your beer. Um, honestly, and I'm being honest here. 
will do it. I ordered this nanny state non-alcoholic beer. It was an ale, non-alcoholic ale. I was surprised at this. I thought I'd then ordered a glass of lemonade and a glass of like lime cordial. Uh, what in actual fact I apparently ordered was lime and lemonade. So they brought them both out. Um, the everyone else is drinking the beers. They've got thirds or halves or whatever. I think, in fact, I'm not going to think. I'm going to tell you. Where is that email? Because so the way you do it, you order it on an app, bring it to your table, you take your. Uh... Oh, that's actually cheaper than I thought it was. I was going to complain about the price, but I, I'd be wrong to do that for £5.75. Um, that was £5.75 for me. The, 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 other, the other gentleman, um, Mr. Woodmancy, Mr. Moore, Mr. Williams and Mr. Panas were all on the, the filthy, filthy beer. Uh, and uh, yeah, there was, there was food and stuff, but I was looking at the prices. I was looking at the amount you get, and I've said it before. I, you know, I, I really probably missed the boat being a non-drinker in a world of wanky beer. Bear in mind, my fridge is full of wanky beers right now, alcohol-free wanky beers, and that's what I'm going to come to. Anyway, yeah, we had our went over two hours. They all had something to eat. They all had the food looked amazing. You know, I'm a vegetarian, but I can appreciate meat. The food looked amazing and the key ingredient ladies and gentlemen was a proper portion of chips like came out on these trays and you know the burger took up like an amount of the tray and the rest of the tray was fries i'm like that ladies and gentlemen is a portion of chips and that is what a portion of chips should look like or fries they were fries We had a couple of hours, I had to go and move the car, and I'm going and picking up the baby, and Leanne. We were going to go to next, and then we didn't, we went back into town, and we went to see them. They were all in Spark, took the baby, she was very disapproving of uh, James Panas. Um, mostly because he hasn't been to see her. Uh, then we went to see Chris, at Expressions, I bought a beautiful hat. Which I really couldn't afford, but it was too nice to leave behind. So, alcohol free beer. I've had a few now. Uh, I, had a, I had an entire box of um, alcohol free Becks, which for alcohol free beer was actually really nice. Um, but the unfortunate thing is, whenever I finish one, I go, Hmm, one bad that. Might as well have had a glass of water because it's alcohol free beer. It has no no purpose whatsoever. So it's a bit like, hmm. Um I've had some that have been particularly not very nice. I've had some that are actually quite nice. Uh, there's a Brooklyn one that's really nice. But ultimately a pointless exercise. Um, 
so last Wednesday when's Tesco's I was like right I've been saving some of these wanky beers uh, I've got an idea if I buy another one of the ones that I've been saving that will allow me to drink the ones I've got some kind of method in the madness don't ask me to explain it so I got a cosmic milk stout Oh, and then Brooklyn ones, uh, a bottle of ghost ship, all oh, this. So I drank the milk stout. Now, something I've learned through this whole process is that there's a difference between non-alcoholic and alcohol-free, I guess it must be. Basically, some of them have absolutely no alcohol in whatsoever. Big thumbs up. Some of them have 0.5% now that's not alcohol free although it might be listed as alcohol free that's not no alcohol that's a little bit of alcohol had the cosmic melt style on Wednesday night woke up Thursday and got out of bed was like Mmm, that's an interesting sensation. Because if I didn't know better, I would say that I was hungover. Yeah. Felt exactly like what I remember a hangover to feel like. And I was not impressed. Honestly, it could have just been a headache. Honestly, it could have just been in like a... I got dehydrated through the night or I've not drunk enough water the day before or any of those things but I felt like I had a hangover not impressed with that so comes yesterday I order this nanny state it comes I'm like oh it's an ale yeah, they brought a glass I poured it out I was like very dark looked at it oh it's actually an ale I've never drunk Ale. Um, ale is a lot more popular now because of the wangy beer craze. Um, but ale to me, back in my day, was like, you know, I, I would always say the phrase a pint pot. It's that sort of thing. Pint pot with ale in. So, I drank it and I was, I was between my lemonade and me, and me ale, chopping between the two. As I got home to collect Leanne, I was like, Leanne and the baby, I was like, yep, I've got a headache. Now this was an hour, hour and a half later, I'm like, yeah, that can't be a coincidence. And I ended up saying to Leanne, I was like, you know, I had this thing on Wednesday, I've got this thing today. I'm starting to think that it might be like like an allergy. It might be like some kind of reaction. Uh, I was saying to her, I was like, I know that her mum has a very uh, sort of a thing where she can't even go, you know, be in the vicinity of alcohol. If she has an alcoholic drink, she just feels absolutely awful. And I can sympathize with that because I got to the point, and the big reason that I stopped drinking was that no matter how much I had to drink, I had just got a hangover every time. I could have like a couple of drinks. Next day, sure enough, hangover. 
and I presume that the tolerance for it just doesn't exist. My, my tolerance for alcohol is, is gone, even in baby doses. So, yeah, interesting fact. Me and alcohol don't go. And then you know something. I really, I'm really, I don't care. I'm, I'm not, I'm not bothered. Uh, right, let's get motoring. Uh, pet love, pet hate. Uh, this week's pet love, pet hate is uh, podcast based. Um, I absolutely love getting up to date with podcasts. Um, I've not been I've not been watching anything during the day. Um, I've just been listening to podcasts. Apart from today, strangely enough, today um, I needed a, something a bit more to help me get through the day. Um, so I had a little, I had a couple of things on in the background, but only like like one thing that I spread out through the entire day. Uh, I was absolutely determined to get um, to get work done today. Um, starting to get downtrodden by the work. Uh, it's just do it properly doing my training. So I was like, let's just try and get all the work gone. Um, it's just not possible. Yeah, anyway. Um, so, absolutely love getting podcasts up to date. Currently working through uh, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, um, Inside of You. Inside of You. Uh, really enjoyable because he has, he has some really good guests. I, uh, I'm a Michael Rosenbaum, got a lot of time for him. Um, you know, Lex Luthor, Smallville, was good. Um, almost prefer him uh, as the voice of the Flash. Uh, to me, and this is something we'll come to in a bit, to me, there are certain people, there are certain voices, and as far as I'm concerned, they should always do those roles. Michael Rosenbaum should always voice the Flash. Kevin Conroy should always voice Batman. Mark Howell should always be the voice of the Joker. I think Tim Daly should always voice Superman, and so on and so forth. Basically, anybody that did <coughs> the original Justice League voices, they should all just do them th from now to the end of time. I've got like a coffee. Um, my pet hate for this week is hate it this is it's a real peeve of mine um i wanted to start a podcast for 18 months before i actually did it and uh, a variety of reasons stopped me um one of those reasons was i was like can't do a podcast i'm not famous nobody will listen um and one of the things that annoys me is and this is this week's pet hate when podcasts that I listen to cover topics that I or me and other people have covered 
and it's okay for them to cover it like we've already covered it and I can't imagine anybody will have heard it yet they go and cover the exact same thing it's like yeah you'll have had you know 150,000 people will have listened to this <coughs> in the first few days of you releasing it and it's just that you know every single famous person on the face of the earth has got a podcast and every single one of them's got a million followers million subscribers um it was that whole thing about like jack black you know basically giving up acting to become a youtube star and within the first few days i had a million subscribers it's like oh yeah why don't you leave some of the pie for the rest of us it's that um yeah it it it, it, it annoys me uh, so that's this week's petal of pet hate. um i would be sitting here right now saying to you that i haven't watched any tv this week until last night so friday season two umbrella academy was released on netflix which is fine and dandy and all that <clears throat> i saw the reviews that said season two better than season one uh, it's plugged all the holes from the first season and all this However, I had an issue with the end of series one because I had this horrible feeling what series two was going to look like. And I'm like, oh man, it's going to be all the freaking cliches. It's going to be time travel bullshit. It's going to be, oh no, we've got to save the world again. Well, that a little bit count. I want to suck your blood. Um. I could, see, I could see it. I could see it all laid out by the last bit of the last episode. I was like, oh God, that's going to be super annoying. So me and Leanne agreed that we'd watch series two. And I was like, I've heard great things about it, but I'm, I'm worried, I'm concerned. And don't you worry, ladies and gentlemen, my concerns were valid. I'm already wondering why it's had the reviews it's had because it's so I was going to say cliche but that's not it it's so prescriptive it's like I don't know spoilers, minor spoilers ahead by the way but we've already got the time travel thing going which pisses me off no end I refer back to my endgame reviews of which there was several um we've got the this is a spoiler i'm not gonna say who or what we've got the oh i've got no memory side of it we've got so many things that we've seen before from a multiple from a multitude of different programs but i'm just like I, I kind of don't want to watch it because i'm like i i i, I saw all this coming and you proved me right which has pissed me off 
if you'd have proved me wrong I'd have been well on board I'd have been like yes strap in let's do this but you didn't this point in time I can only presume it gets better I've watched one episode I don't know how many there are ten maybe um let's just see there was a really cool bit in the first episode where um they all sort of come together and they're all using their powers out in the open and uh, some amazing special effects and, and all of that and I'm like yeah this is cool yeah it lasted for like 10 seconds maybe so yeah um, I watched some movies um, I have watched three films um, in keeping with watching the DC stuff did watch Justice League oh excuse me I'm very tired I watched Justice League Dark Apocalypse War I believe it's the end of some story that's been running through some of the DC movies um, I have to admit at this point I don't think I've seen the, the others I've seen a lot of the DC movies um, I believe that the one that the, that the girls got for Christmas, the Judas contract, I think that might be one of them. And then there's a Justice League Dark, which I kind of did want to see. But again, another one of those, like I was saying about the movie poster, I just didn't get around to it. So there was a little bit of a, I kind of felt like I was missing part of the story. Oh, and maybe that, that Doom one was maybe part of it. Anyway, it was very good. It was brutal. I am not kidding when I say I had to look away, not look away away, but I had to turn away from the screen on more than a few occasions. By the end of that film, there was literally nobody left alive people got limbs torn off people got torn in half they basically used it as an it was it it felt to me like deadpool kills the marvel universe if anybody's ever seen that graphic novel or read that graphic novel it felt like that it was like let's take this opportunity to kill everyone or maim in some way you know by the end it's like it was like hawkman was basically a, a just an android uh, and a load of others were very much like that um, ooh the flashpoint paradox that's also a part of the story I don't want to spoil it um, anybody that might be interested thoroughly recommend we'll say this loads of swearing in it they even got an f-bomb in there I was like this is a, we, we left the children behind a long time ago with the DC animated stuff um, which is cool Although I watched it, I was like, "Man, I really wish that I could, uh, I could show this to my eldest with a, with a newfound, not newfound, but a enjoyment of the DC stuff." Honestly, can't tell you when I might consider showing her that because it was brutal. There was a bit where Harley Quinn was smashing people's skulls in with with the, like the hammer that she has, like 
full blown smashing people's skulls in. Like, yeah. it was good. It was enjoyable. Uh, good to see some some of the sort of the characters coming back. Um, Raven and and Robin and and Trigon and Darkseid. Darkseid's always struck me as an interesting um, foe, I guess. Saying about the voices and stuff earlier, um, the voices, you know, when you get away from people that have played those parts, you know, Batman's always the one. When Kevin Conroy's not doing Batman, I'm just like, uh, who do we have to... Who have to sit through this time? Um, I think there's a possibility that um, that Superman was Superman, um, and I think the same person who does one has been doing Wonder Woman. Whether that's the person from the original Justice League, I don't know. I could look it up, but I won't because it's rude. Um, but the voices. One of the main characters was Constantine. Const Constantine. Um, and his 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 voice is awful. It's this. He's supposed to be British, but he's obviously portrayed as has been living in America for a long time. So he's got this really muddied voice. But it's just it's just terrible. It's like an American doing a British accent, a British impression. Like, oh mate, I'm a Cockney. You know, it's like. Yeah, that that's not that's not good. Uh, all right, very enjoyable. Highly recommend it. Um, if you're into that sort of stuff, check it out. Finally, watch Parasite, um, the Oscar-winning Korean film um, from the same director who did Snowpiercer, amongst other things. Um, I knew that it was supposed to be part comedy and part really dark and I knew that there was like something about like there's people and they go and live in somebody else's house. Uh, that's kind of, I mean that's basically as much as I knew about that film, um, which isn't a lot. And weirdly, that description is basically is basically right. It's part comedy, part really, really dark. And basically there's just a little bit of story, no spoilers. There's a family and they find a way to sort of end up, you know, one of them goes to teach one of the children and become their teacher, like their home home tutor, and then another one becomes another child's tutor, and then one of them becomes something, another part of the household, and another one becomes, and like this family is basically con artists, basically, you know, one of a better way of putting it. Um, and you know, it's 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 a statement of society. That's the other thing that that I, I knew about it. Very good, um, very good film, but because of the, this isn't a bad book, but because of the mix, like one minute you're laughing your ass off and the next minute you're creeped out, 
and the next minute you're like I'm not sure I know what's going on and then the next minute you're like like it's a like there's a part so far through the film you're like oh you know what's what's going on here and then it's like oh wow this is like you know it takes a weird turn and then it turns again and then there's another bit and it's like whew, like there are points where you have to where you feel like you have to sort of strap in a bit um sad in places um just a real mixed bag not in a bad way uh, I, you know, I know how a lot of my reviews come across um, I don't want this to come across as me saying that in a bad way just a real mix a real mixed bag um, because like I say one minute you're laughing and the next minute you're freaked out in some ways um, yeah well worth checking out um, really yeah, really sort of like, whew. Um, so that's Parasite. Um, for ages and ages and ages, um, I've been wanting to watch Hercules. There's a variety of films I um, really enjoy for a variety of different reasons. Um, I was talking about Turbo last week. Uh, one of my favourite, 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 favourite films is How to Train Dragon. Um, as I've got older, I've had to sort of wonder about whether I attribute the, the feeling that goes with something rather than what it actually is, as an example. Um, whenever I think about Ghost Recon Wildlands, um, I, I have that sort of, I have a true, a true love for that game. But is that because of the fact that it's an amazing game? Or is that because there was a point in time where I spent a little bit of time playing it with my eldest? Um, I, re I remember distinctly the interaction that we had. Um, you know, she wanted to know what I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm playing, a, I'm playing a, you know, an alpha for this new game. And um, you, know, you, can, you can drive around and stuff. And she was just like, I, I want to go. Let me have a go. I'm like, well, you know, do you know how to do it? I know how to do it. Let me do it. And she was driving around in like a like a jeep. Um, you know, is it that um, the film Moana? Big thing for for me and my eldest. Um, Turbo was was similar, but Turbo was the film that I always wanted to watch and she never did. Um, but then she'd like give in. She's like, fine, we can watch that if you want. And I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, it's a great film. Um, so those parts me wouldn't make me wonder whether it's what was happening at the time rather than the film. Had Strange Dragon watched it back to back whilst flying to Vegas. Um, was it because it's a great film or was it because I was flying to Vegas? Um, who knows? Maybe it's a little column A, maybe it's a little column B sort of situation. But with Turbo, I've been. I bought it ages ago, and then I was just waiting for a point in time to watch it, and then eventually I was like, sod it, I'm going to watch it. Hercules, exactly the same thing. I really like that film. Not going to lie, I like that, I like that film. I uh, really wanted to watch it, got to the point, I was like, do you know something, I'm just going to watch it. 
Uh, I don't think any of my children would want to sit down and watch Hercules. Me and my eldest have watched it. Um, I watched it a couple of times. But, I know that at this point in time, she wouldn't want to watch that film. So I watched it. I presume it's had like a, a remaster. I like had some CG and I was like, I don't know if I remember this being CG originally. Um, but it, it's CG in what I watched. I uh, watched it on Disney Plus, so I didn't have to buy it, so there was that. And whatever they've done to it, it looks amazing. It looks beautiful. Um, I was proper taken aback by how amazing it looked. Um, one, of the, one of the reasons, it's got an amazing voice cast. Uh, I've said for years, Hades in Hercules could be hands down one of the best bad guys ever. Um, James Woods does an amazing job voicing Hades. Uh, Bobcat Gothwaite voices one of the minions that he has. Amazing. I, I, is it Rip Torn that does the voice of Zeus? I mean to look this up all day. Now then, I say, uh, there you go, you see. Hades, young Hercules, young Hercules. Danny DeVito. Fantastic. Yeah, Bobcat, Bobcat go. Yeah, Rip Torn is Zeus. Amazing. Just, there are, there's a lot of casting, like voice casting, in that film that is just so nailed on. Um, Charlton Heston narrator I think he narrates like the first few lines just fantastic uh, as I'm sure you can tell at this point in time I thoroughly enjoyed it um, it looked amazing um, I was watching it I was like this is basically the Superman story after all this time <coughs> I'm like, this is basically Superman. And I googled it, and it and it and what it said was that Disney took a lot of like cues from Superman comics and Superman cartoons at the time that they made the film. But the character of Superman was basically taken from the mythology of Hercules. And I was like, that's kind of cool. And sort of noticing that and then sort of looking it up and stuff. Thoroughly enjoyable. I'd watch it again. It's one of those. I would sit down and watch that now if you gave me the choice. So it's that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I I've been playing some game. Um, I was playing DC Universe. My has got me back into playing DC Universe, and I took a character up to having um, like a full set of armor like flash armor and then the other day i got a superman cape um but then since then i haven't played it uh so 
that's uh, I'm, I don't feel like I'm going to go back to it anytime soon. Uh, but I do think that me and her will probably play um, at some point in the near future. So I've been playing Ghost of Shishima at any available opportunity that I get. Um, and, you know, I don't like to review stuff too soon because the, you know things can change. What I can say is at this point in time, thoroughly enjoying that game. Uh, for the third time, that game has told me that I haven't finished the first area. Like at one point, it was like, oh, you know, you, you've you've beaten the the castle, so you've you've finished the first area. It's like sweet. It's like I mean, obviously, you haven't done all of the farms that have been taken over by the Mongols. I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't realize that was a thing. All right, I'll go back to the first area and clear out those farms. It was like cool. You did a good job, like thanks. A bit later, uh, I had to return to the first area to drop off these banners. And it was like, oh yeah, we've unlocked all the map now. You can see all the map and you can see all the places that you haven't been to. It's like, what? So at the moment, I'm just going around the, the first area and basically tidying up all the stuff I haven't done. Um, just like there's various like shrines and um, hot springs and fox dens and stuff like that I'm really enjoying it um, I don't usually sort of say that at this point in time um, I got a lot of the upgrades still working through the upgrades um, one thing I will say and this is the same for all games it's not just this game something that annoys me about a lot of games these days is when you unlock something new like in this case armor i put a lot of effort into getting a new piece of armor was told it was amazing the thing of legends indestructible all of this i needed six keys to unlock where the arm was kept i collected all six keys by clearing out six farms that were full of mongols so not easy tasks, uh, I had to three, three, three or more hostages and so on and so forth. Got all the keys, went to the place, fought a load of Mongols, opened the door, went in and it's like, here's the armour. Sweet! Put it on and that's not as good as what I'm wearing. So why did I bother? Stuff like that, I mean every piece of armour I've unlocked since the first bit of armor i'm like this is no good to me it doesn't do anything it doesn't serve any purpose like oh i can use the i can use archery better than I, than if i wasn't wearing this armor cool but this armor gives me more health more damage and more something else i'm like surely that's better it's a little annoying uh, so that's a, that's a, it is a comment on this game, but it's a comment on all games. The only game that recently that I ever thought actually did a good job, weirdly, was Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Anything you get in that game is better than what you've got 90% of the time. And that's something I thoroughly enjoyed about that game. And pretty much the only thing. Ghost of Shima is great. I am enjoying it. 
immensely. Obviously now I've said that out loud, that means it's going to turn on me and I'll end up hating it. I'm hoping not. Uh, I've got two areas left to do, but then I've gone into the second area. Like I say, I've ended up going back to the first and I'm tidying stuff up. But when I've gone into the second area, I'm like, whoa, there's a lot to do here. Just missions alone, there's a lot to do. I would like to wear a variety of different things. I got a new special move type thing, so there's only one left to get which would appear to be uh, some kind of flaming sword, which, uh, yes please, flaming sword. It's great. Um, I know a lot of people said that The Last of Us Part 2 was going to be the game to end this generation. Uh, I would definitely say that, that is wrong. Ghost of Tsushima is absolutely the game that will will go down as ending this generation. Certainly in my opinion, in my eyes, that's uh, that's what I think. Um, so yeah. Uh, as predicted, when I said I didn't, I didn't think I had a lot to talk about, we've now gone what would appear to be well over the hour mark. So uh, I'm going to let you guys go, get back to what you, uh, what you were doing before I turned up. And uh, I'll speak to you next time. See ya. So there we go, what do you think of that? Another one done, and another week gone. Whew, where does the time go? YouTube watchers, do subscribe, be a love, you know you want to. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, send us some form of message, whether it's social media, email, or just draw on the screen, we'll get, we'll get it eventually. So there we go, that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye!